another episode of D is for Disney, the podcast, your favorite source for the best Disney news, media, theme park information, merch, pins, quizzes, and so much more. I'm your host, Neil Tucker. Hey there, Disney fam. Neil here with another episode of D is for Disney. This is episode number 20. I am back in the saddle and I'm loving it. So the Disney universe right now has so much happening. I mean, it always has so much happening, right? But in the last week, I've had the opportunity to write some, for me, really fun articles on the blog at dsfordisney.com. The first one that I did, um, a, let's see, what was it, about a week ago now, was on the Star Wars timeline. If you haven't had a chance to check this out, I highly recommend looking at it. It's really cool. So the Disney official accounts released a, well, an official Star Wars timeline, okay? An official Star Wars timeline. Um, and it goes from uh, the very beginning of what we have so far in movies and TV shows. So this is movies and TV, not just stuff that's been in the theater, but stuff that's been you know, big screen and small screen, in other words. And there's no movies in this one. I mean, I'm sorry, there's no movies. Yes, there are tons of movies. There are no video games in this one and no books. That's what I meant to say. Um, there's no video games, no books, although I will say I just started um, an audio book of one of Timothy Zahn's Star Wars audiobooks. Holy crap. I started it yesterday. I'm only a chapter in, but it's so good. If you have any suggestions for Star Wars books or Star Wars audiobooks, please let me know. It's so good. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, so the Star Wars official timeline takes us from the very beginning, from the very beginning all the way to the end of, well, at least the end of what we have right now, right? Again, no books, no video games, nothing like that. No comic books, um, even though I love those two. God, I love it all. The Star Wars universe is so great. Um but no, it takes us from Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, all the way, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine. Episode Nine, uh, Rise of Skywalker, right? Which just came out a few months ago. So, and in between, right? So we have these nine movies, but in between, we've also got what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, six different either standalones or uh, TV shows, um, which. I haven't seen all of it, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll walk through it really quickly and then I'll move on. But just I just wanted to bring it up because it's really it's really interesting to me. I love things that have such a long arc. I think that's one of the things that really draws people to Star Wars, other than obviously it's an amazing story, an amazing world. But it's so vast, and some of that is the length of time that it has spanned across. And I don't just mean our time, historic, like you know our real time, but the fictional time. The narrative time, it, it spans such a long period of that narrative time, and they announced yesterday on YouTube they released uh, the High Republic uh, trailer, which is a series of novels, books that they're going to come out with, which takes place, I want to say it was like 200 years before The Phantom Menace. So we're going to have stuff that happens before The Phantom Menace. I imagine they'll probably have stuff that happens after The Rise of Skywalker, and again, all in between. So it starts with Phantom Menace, and then it's Attack of the Clones, the movie. Then we've got the Clone Wars, which happens between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. 
After that is Solo, A Star Wars Story, then Star Wars Rebels, the TV show Star Wars Rebels, which is actually the only one of any of these that I haven't seen any of. I've seen at least a little bit of all of these except that one. So if it's really good, let me know. because I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it eventually. Then we've got Rogue One and then immediately A New Hope. Right? Rogue One basically just, it ends, there it is, it's A New Hope. So then right after that, we have Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, then The Baby Yoda Show, The Mandalorian, <laughs> then uh, Star Wars Resistance. So Star Wars Resistance actually starts almost at the same time, maybe according to this timeline that they put out from Star Wars. It happens right before, starts right before The Force Awakens, but it actually takes place starting at The Force Awakens or maybe right before, all the way to right before um, The Rise of Skywalker, right? So um, so we've got Force Awakens along with, the res- with Star Wars Resistance. Last Jedi happens. Again, Resistance is still happening. And then Rise of Skywalker, which is when, uh, according to this, that Resistance ends and the narrative timeline that we have ends as we know it, right? So that is the Star Wars narrative timeline timeline and what I've been doing is I've actually been going it's gotten me writing this and reading all about it has gotten me back into wanting or got me wanting to go back and watch all the films again so I actually just recently started with Phantom Menace and then I'm going to go all the way through um, and uh, just add in a little bit some details to the blog post to make it even more um, helpful even more rich you know, in content so that when people, so that if you go read it, you know, there's there's even more that you're able to get out of it. Um, but also just for me, like, because <laughs> I really enjoy the movies and I want to go back and I haven't seen the prequels in so long. Um, it's, a, it's, it's such a, it's a different experience watching these again because I've seen the original trilogy so many times and the new movies, you know, recently, but the, the original, not the originals, but the, the three prequels, I don't know. I just they they came out when I was like high school, college, and I just for whatever reason, um, I really have only seen them like maybe once or twice. So it's been fun going back and and rewatching those. Okay, next up we've got the Disneyland Food and Wine Festival 2020. Whew, man, the festivals that they do are so fun. We did the Lunar. New Year festival sort of parade thing that they had um, last month. My wife and I went. We try to go at least once a month. It doesn't always happen, but that's always like, you know, fingers crossed the goal. So every year Disneyland, you know, has a food and wine festival, very similar to festival they have at Walt Disney World. Um, But we look forward to it every single year. It's so fun. It's great because it's sort of the first big thing that they do each year at Disneyland that isn't really related to like a holiday of any kind. It's the, you know, cause we've got, you know, the end of the year of course is like holiday and then that leads right into Lunar New Year and then there's Valentine's Day. But after that it's food and wine. And it's just a, an excuse to go have fun at Disney, but it's not, you know, it's not tied into some specific holiday or gift giving or anything like that. So it's sort of a reprieve, you know, it's sort of a nice, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just a break. It's a nice break from the hubbub of the holidays and the holiday season and all of the... I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, as my wife will tell you, I absolutely love holidays. They're like, seriously, I look forward to each and every one. It's like President's Day and I'm like throwing a party. Speaking of which, Leap Day. Oh my God, Leap Day. It only happens once every four years. 
Oh, it's going to be great. Okay, so <laughs> if you can't tell, I love holidays. But Food and Wine Festival isn't one, right? It's just a time to go hang out, have some fun. My wife and I go and just spend, you know, all day. Or we try to go for a couple – we try to go at least twice, I want to say, each year to the Food and Wine Festival because there's, there's so much food – it's hard to experience all of it, right? So this year they're going to have some amazing marketplace kiosks, those carts that they run through. It'll be in California Adventure. This year they will have – I'm not sure if it's the first year they're having this, but this year they are going to have some of the downtown Disney restaurants, which for those of you on the East Coast is kind of like Disney Springs. The downtown Disney um, – some of those restaurants – are going to have special festival food uh, or you know special special meals special plates that are only going to be live during the festival. I, I, it's just just cool. It's cool that they're you know branching out, spreading out, making the festival kind of as wide reaching as possible. Uh, and all of those, all of these, I won't go through every single dish. Um, I have made three printables, though. They're up on diasfordisney.com. If you go to the Food and Wine Festival 2020 page, you will see three printables. All, um, let me see, how many is it? It was, I think it's like eight, was it? No, it's 13. 13 different carts that I was able to find menus for on Disneyland's, on the Disney Park, uh, Disney Park's blog, official website. But it's 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 listed. It's it's very helpful the way they have it on the website. But I wanted to make it easier when we go to the park, and hopefully something that if you guys are going to go during the festival, uh, which is uh, end of this month through the end of April, twenty eighth February twenty eighth through April twenty first. Let me make sure I have those. I was going to say let me make sure I have those dates right before I say that. Yeah, February twenty eighth through April. 21st um and there's the free those the the men the menus are the the printable menus i made are, are completely free there's three of them um download them put them on your phone print them off whatever you want share them please share them i would love for as many people to be able to use them as possible and it tells you what kind of food what kind of drink and then it lists uh whether things are alcoholic or non-alcoholic all that kind of good stuff uh vegetarian non-vegetarian um so you can take a look and know exactly sort of you know which ones fit your specific uh, diet or, you know, things that you just, you know, want to try out. They're also going to have kids' events. Um, they're going to have uh, food and wine pairings. They're going to have kitchen tours at California Adventure. Um, again, this won't take place in Disneyland, but at Disneyland's California Adventure. You won't need a special ticket other than to get into California Adventure, but you won't need a special reservation or anything like that just to go eat at the kiosks. Now, the special events, obviously, you will have to have, uh, you know, a reservation for those things. And I would recommend doing them as soon as possible if that's something that you're interested in. Okay. There's a lot to cover on that, so I'm going to go ahead and move on just because there's one last thing that I want to talk about that I'm, <laughs> that I'm really excited about. It's Star Wars 2. This is kind of like a bookended Star Wars episode. If you are a fan of The Mandalorian or, again, as I mentioned earlier, The Baby Yoda Show, then you're going to want to check this out. There is a list, what I've called a mega list, of Baby Yoda toys and merchandise, the stuffed animals, the plush, the clothing, men's and women's clothes, T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies. There are shoes, slip-on shoes that are awesome. They have Funko Pops, uh, Legos, Home Goods. Oh, my God. S blankets, so much more. 
mugs. It's, you know, there's a Bluetooth speaker in the shape of Baby Yoda. And naturally, I want, I, I think I said this like 12 times in the article, I want all of it. Like, my wife and I are obsessed. She has, I put a picture of it front and back at the end of the blog post if you want to go look at it. So a friend of hers from work, um, their family uh, goes to Walt Disney World, I think every year in addition to Disney. So they live out here, you know, of course, but then they they go back east to Orlando and they visit Walt Disney World. And, you know, she mentioned that, you know, while they're out there. So they got her a the child uh, tumbler and it is like a cold cup or not not a cold cup, uh, a tumbler like, you know, put your coffee in or whatever. It's amazing. Go look at it. On one side, it's got a print of the child of Baby Yoda. And then on the back, it's got a, um, it like cut out, it says the child down the side. It's, it's like really epic and dramatic. Um, speaking of the child versus Baby Yoda, I actually learned yesterday that Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, when he was emailing with John Favreau early on in the process, he kept referring to the child as Baby Yoda. And finally, John Favreau was like, Bob, you have to stop. That's not who he is. It's not his name. And Bob Iger, again, the guy who runs Disney, was getting a slap on the wrist from John Favreau being like, you got to stop. And he was like, fine, fine, fine. I'll call him the child. Um, I, however, am going to continue to call him Baby Yoda because that's who he is in our hearts, which is what matters. So go check out that mega list. Let me know in the comments or, you know, wherever on social media at Diaz for Disney underscore, which ones that you either have or you're looking forward to. The Lego ones are pretty amazing. Hasbro is coming out with a ton. There's board games. There's a Baby Yoda operation game. There's a Baby Yoda Trouble, if you remember Trouble. Um, you know, plush, figurines, literally just about every kind of figurine you can possibly imagine. There's an animatronic one. There's a really, really, really lifelike one that somebody made. I think it was like $350. None of the regular stuff is going to cost that. I think the, the most expensive one that I saw is the Hasbro toy, uh, the most expensive Hasbro toy, um, which requires like two AAA batteries or something that it, it comes with, by the way, is like 60 bucks. But I think that's the most, uh, that I saw, um, I want to say that's right. But anyway, there's there's a ton of them, and I'm sure that our house is going to be covered in Baby Yoda stuff. Um, well, anyway, that is it for today. I am looking forward to the next big thing for us, which is going to be we are going to go ride, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, there's no way to know for sure, Rise of the Resistance for the first time on Sunday, March 1st. If you're going to be at Disneyland, uh, shoot me a message. I would love to meet up with you. Um and it's going to be really fun. Uh, we're hopefully going to do Rise of the Resistance. Uh, and then the next, the following week is uh, Pixar's Onward. And then in a couple weeks after that is Disney's live action Mulan. There's always so much. I, I just, it's one of the things I love about being like a Disney blogger, podcaster, YouTube fan. A, a, Dis, a Disney fan. <laughs> is that there's always something awesome happening. Every single month it seems like there's either something at the parks or something in the movies or... You know, like like next month, there's like the festival going on out here. There's two movies coming out. There's all this merch that's coming out. Loungefly has a backpack. Um, you know, there's going to be a Build-A-Bear. I didn't write about that one on the website for Baby Yoda just because there's not a lot of details out. But supposedly there will be a Build-A-Bear Baby Yoda. And again, I'm like, I haven't been to 
I'm not even sure I've ever done a Build-A-Bear, maybe once in my life, but a Baby Yoda Build-A-Bear? Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to go do that. Come on. All right, I'm going to stop talking about <laughs> stop talking about him. Thank you guys so much for being here with me. Please remember to subscribe and rate this podcast. Uh, if you love it, please give me the old five-star review and let me know what you loved and share it with your friends. And don't forget to follow me on social media at D is for Disney underscore at pretty much all of them, except for Facebook. There's no underscore. Um, but yeah, on Twitter and Instagram, D is for Disney underscore. Guys, I look forward to talking to you again next time. Thank you so much for being here. Have a magical day. That's it for another episode of D is for Disney, the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.